Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Ceasefire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 457, and today we'll be talking about Why Don't You Help Me, from Bee and Puppy Cat. I'm GC13. And I'm David. Ooh, that's a, that's a way to end an episode, isn't it? And start. As usual, Bee and Puppy Cat is hard to summarize, and we hardly do it, but uh, this one's worth doing it just so that we can keep our thoughts together. Uh, episode starts with the lovely warlock music. Oh, I loved that audio cue. Then I, then I saw who it was attached to, and it's like, eh, <laughs> the music's still good. Like, oh, it just it went from the title card to the abstract opening sequence to their reveal so well. So, mm, beautiful music. Yeah, they they've nailed the weird world that these guys inhabit. Uh, everything is weird about them. But hold on, I do want to say more about them. But yes, they do. The very short opening sequence with them, and then most of the episode is about Cardamon and how he is attending school, even though he's a landlord, and we, you know, deal kind of thematically with him, his struggles to be an adult around children, and around his teachers, who are also hardly adults. (laughs) Yeah, definitely early 20s. Separately, Puppy Cat has been writing to Tempot the whole time pretending to be cell phone and writing love letters. And he finally writes a letter where he tells Tempot that cell phone is going to war and he can't continue this relationship anymore. Very sad. And how that is a lead in (laughs) to, you know, them having an excuse to go into temp space. Sure. Fine. We'll, we'll take it. And really hardly anything happens in temp space, except the hands show up a final time to be annoying and, Finally, to actually make it into the world of the island for a moment, as B and Puppy Cat sort of leave back, and the hands still follow them through, and Puppy Cat is once again used as a weapon, and finally slices off the hand of one of the warlocks, which they do not like, and that's it. <laughs> End credits. Yeah, that that hand is dead. It's not. It's not going back on. And just after after watching this episode, I had to listen several times to the. Uh, Star Wars gangster rap as it uh as Luke whining that why'd you slice off my hand <laughs> and then of course Vader raps at him about it because it's a gangster rap god that brings up very old YouTube memories holy crap YouTube what are you talking about Newgrounds oh well true did I see it on Newgrounds though or did I see it reproduced on YouTube I'm not sure but that does ring a bell probably YouTube See the the I've always had a problem with that because I have the one where after he um asks for another gin and tonic he said think he says things about to get ugly and I can't find any more versions that have that. <laughs> it's so sad that Flash is forgotten. But that's really neither here nor there. But then again, it's being puppy cat. It's much like our thoughts. It's it's everywhere. <laughs> it's scattered and everywhere, <laughs> and we love it. Uh, so yeah, okay. <laughs> Bringing it back to the start of the episode. Yes, the warlocks are so strange. We focus on some more symbols this time. We don't really know what they mean, but there's symbols that appear to represent each one of the warlocks randomly flashing one of the the primary colors and I think a square. And I think one of them watches OKKO or something. (laughs) Because (laughs) of the cool S. Oh, because of the cool S, yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the I don't even know how to describe that on a podcast, but everyone draws cool S's, right? 
Just Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. You know what it looks like. They they loved putting those everywhere in OKKO for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> the idea of like an artist's notebook also being full of them as a, maybe as a kid. But yeah, I guess had we seen... So one of the warlocks kind of wakes up, opens their eyes. They have weird rainbow irises and they sound different. And they're somehow related to one of the abstract symbols floating in the black space lighting up oh yes i was i was wondering um what that what that meant i don't know what it means i don't remember this person being awake before i feel like their voices stood out to me and it would have stood out if i'd heard it before so somehow someone who was asleep comes awake and uh not for much purpose (laughs) that one of the warlocks wakes up and tries to remind everybody exactly what their goal is by drawing a very crude face of puppy cat on the dead warlock that's just hanging out. And it is confirmed to be a dead warlock. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but someone specifically references keeping the body around. <laughs> so, references it as the body. It turned out to be a good idea, so... Yeah, they, they dip their hands into the pool of black void that is also kind of a portal, but apparently also a material that they can use to draw on corpses. Uh, very reminiscent of... Those, like, art uh, scratch projects where, like, you have a black surface and you scratch off the black and there's a rainbow underneath. And you can peel the thing off. Yeah, or you can, yes, or you can be the kid who realizes you can just peel the whole black surface off just to reveal the rainbow underneath. Well, no, I'm I'm talking about you, you, uh, you draw the thing and then when you're done drawing, you can peel the translucent layer off. It's not stuck to the, the part you want anymore. Oh, I think we're talking about two different art things. I'm literally thinking of... Like something that you would scratch and it scratches much like a lottery ticket, a black surface mm. off and they would print rainbow color underneath, which felt like the inspiration here almost. Although I don't even know the visual inspiration here. I, I don't know what it is. What? Why do the hell do these warlocks look like ovals or kind of like boo or uh, boo? God, blue from uh, <laughs> Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. That's basically their shape. <laughs> Well, I, I like how this one seems to be explaining to these guys, look, our job is to not actually find Puppy Cat, because we cannot lose our jobs as long as we're looking for him. And see, okay, that was confusing, too. So they, I don't remember if this is the second time, but they, they reference again that the dads, or that they have dads who have given them this job. That's mysterious, of course. And... I don't know. Do they even want these jobs? They all seem pretty annoyed by doing this. And although that one warlock uses the phrase lose their jobs, I kind of feel like they'd want that to happen. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah, I, I feel like this is that one episode where SpongeBob has to fire Pearl from the Krusty Krab. <laughs> right. She, she, she wants it, ultimately. So I don't know what... You know, clearly these guys have better things to do, right? One of them, again, references, they have a girlfriend. Maybe that's what he was getting at. Maybe he's like, we can't get fired from this job, which none of us want until we find puppy cats. So maybe they want to be um, marked as redundant and uh, downsized. Yeah, it is quite a perilous job, though. They, you know, they seem powerful because the hands can just reach out through space and they're large and scary, but they're not actually that effective. They have no real powers, they're just physical hands, and they're pretty easily stopped by multiple creatures in the world. Like, in this case, it's partially Puppy Cat, but also just the random heart-shaped operator of the heart-shaped planet 
happens <laughs> to also have a planet-sized weapon that can run them off. So, yeah. And of course, at fir- the first, the, the whole reason they were uh, arguing in the beginning of the episode was because the one warlock was stopped by a broken heart. <laughs> yeah, who knows if that metaphor is a metaphor. But his hand was stuck, which led to a yep. great dialogue <laughs> about arguing, you know, would one of them bother to reach in and unstick him? No, because I don't want to touch you. <laughs> and I don't know. Their their dialogue is fun and funny, but also... These guys are weirdos. Yes, I, I really like how my partner described it, which is like they're a booger on the show. I really like this word because it stand. they do. They stand out like a booger on someone's face. You're like, why is this here? And it is a great question. Why are they here? <laughs> we We are getting close to the end, right, of this season. And so it makes yep. sense that they're coming back. I am very happy that they didn't come back in, like, the penultimate or the final episode. That would be a little too rushed. So it's nice that... Three episodes to go. Right. A little bit of space, and there isn't that much more revealed about them. You know, the pacing is still very slow. <laughs> I like that. Now, that one person um, who knows exactly what he's doing here is Cardamon. I liked his, I don't have time for this. I'm a landlord. Yes. And he just goes out the window. Car- Cardamon uh, gets detention because, I mean, he, he seems to be very done with going to school every day and being around actual children. Uh, one of his classmates presents him with a toy who, and, and she's trying to convince him about, you know, some fantasy she's having about the toy, like, He's like, nope, I'm destroying this. Yeah, and Carnivan's like, this is stupid. You skipped two grades, little girl. <laughs> you should be better than this. And then, yeah, that, that sends him to detention. But he just leaves detention, and the teacher does not care at all. <laughs> well, Mr. Assam seems like a nice guy. Yes, a very nice guy. <laughs> now, I- Cardamon did later tell Sticky that, look, you know, I, I need my sleep, otherwise I'm going to lose my temper with my classmates again. So he, he understands that this is not how he is supposed to act, but he is frustrated. I don't think Cardamon managed to fix his sleeping problem either, at least not in the show. We didn't see him replace the battery in the smoke alarm. So, uh, you gotta feel for him. That's so sad. He has all that stuff stacked up. He's trying to get Sticky to reach it. And then the way that he frames it, like, the, the smoke alarm is trying to tell me that the battery is slacking off. Like, what a what a brutal way that Cardamon's world has been shaped <laughs> to, to be a landlord and be an adult. I loved that because, you know, he's, he's doing that because he's learned about the power of tattling just now. Quite late. Uh, sub, at seven years old, you should be quite familiar with tattling, but I guess... You know, he's new to this whole children thing. And he loves the idea of tattling. So everything looks like tattling to him, you know. He has a, well, he had a hammer before Puppycat stole it. And so everything looks like a nail to him. <laughs> yeah, it was funny to me that even at the end of this whole episode, after Connor deals with the useless kids and his useless teachers, he still bothers to tell on his classmates as if he's... <laughs> ever seen his teacher demonstrate any level of real authority. Although I guess, I mean, she did have enough authority to put him in detention, but again, not that strong of a punishment. Ooh, the the ship train just keeps on rolling. We have Bean Crispin. We have 
Wesley and Golden Eyes. And now we have Ms. Coffee and Mr. Assam. Like, are we going to get... Is this just going to be a ship every episode from now on? <laughs> I thought this little romance was hilarious. The way they set it up with Miss Coffee's only, like, motivation in life seemingly being watching television and then fantasizing about <laughs> her romantic life from the television. Very cute. I also love the design of Mr. Hassam and his uh, eye patch. <laughs> Just, I don't know, there's something romantic about him, too. I love the names of those people. John Hammerbottom and Harlequin Turtlebottom. <laughs> yes, and what the, a pair of names. The premise of the TV show they're in, which is just that these two people are compatible because their names both end in bottom. <laughs> it's deep romance. <laughs> well, Miss Coffee seems to be a the kind of lady who would go for, you know, deep romance. Not this superficial top-level stuff. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's very cute the way that the that Cardamon gets the bubble enveloping them to open, and we, we just see all the kiss marks all over their face. That's such a classic cartoon thing. They've been smooching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess, I guess she finally knows what it feels like to have a boyfriend. <laughs> Good yep. for her. When I, when I saw her character design, I was immediately reminded of Enid, and I was wondering, is Ashley Birch going to be doing double duty? Yeah, I really like seeing the design of, like, another, I guess, mid-20s adult. Like, each each version of mid-20s adult that they have is entertaining. I, I They keep finding, like, a different specific niche. Uh, every character feels very, uh, I don't know, designed to be a whole person instead of just being an extra character, you know? Kind of like the crazy <laughs> convenience store owner that I can't get out of my head, right? Like, each one has a memorable appearance. <laughs> but yeah, Puppycat was in full-on jerk mode with his uh, stealing the hammer, you know, stealing Sticky's food, and then uh, after that, the, the, the cell phone, you know, going to war. Okay, that one, though, is an example of Puppycat trying really hard. <laughs> He's, he, he really, is he trying to protect Tempot's feelings? I'm not sure. I think he specifically is protecting the idea of love itself. I think that's what he's obsessed with at this point. Just the idea of this relationship and then letting Tempot down in a gentle way. But I didn't get the sense that he specifically cared about Tempot's feelings. Just the idea that he started and committed to this relationship and then he kind of played it out. I don't know. But Puppycat is a is a complicated figure. Like he, he he sheds a tear when he reads what he's written. <laughs> well, he just <laughs> thought his words were very poetic, which I liked seeing later all the little pictures he drew in in his letter. Yes. Like I've gone to war, and I don't know. There's like all these sad faces surrounding it. What's it? What's it say? Like war gun? What did he call it? I I don't know. I don't have that <laughs> pulled up. But, but yeah, yeah, I did. I did not expect it to be an illustrated <laughs> goodbye letter. Yeah, <laughs> could have been worse. He could have sent her a dear Jane letter. Oof. So yeah, puppy cat went the gentle way. Yeah. So the most uh, mysterious thing that happened in this episode was the plants that initiated. Well, I don't even know if they really. In... I guess they initiated. 
water plot. It's confusing to me. I don't understand. Did the plants that Bee and Puppy Cat collected and then stuffed in a trash bag and then shoved in a cave by the beach fall into the water and become the translucent jelly creatures? That seems to be the implication he referred to them, Cardamon did, as plants. That was hard to follow. And also, somehow the plants B thinks are related to Deckard. This is similar to, I think, just the last episode. I was mentioning sometimes B has these small moments of clarity. And you're left to wonder, like, how much does she know? How much does she understand? She clearly understands more than me because I see no connection between these plants' existence and Deckard. I don't know. I, f- I feel like I can remember him taking care of a plant. That, that, that sounds like something Deckard might have been doing before he went off to culinary school. But these plants look exactly like all the other plants that are affected by yep. Cardamon's mom's tears. So I don't understand. Like the wish crystals, we've seen that they can bring things to more humanoid life. But that's only if they're embedded in the creature. Uh, I don't know if we've seen someone make a wish with them yet. But if Deckard's made a wish, I don't know why it would be... Even if it was a monkey's paw situation, I don't I don't see him making a wish about plants. So does he just have embedded magic in him and he touched plants? I, I really gotta go back and figure out what the hell that meant. Because somehow I don't even remember catching that the first time. And this time when I heard it, it is just a very quick, almost throwaway line that I don't get. Yeah, P and Puppycat, definitely a series that is going to be very rewarding on a focused rewatch. Definitely. Well, and like we've seen, there are background details that could be very quick to miss. They're 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 um showing us that lighthouse a lot now. Yes, yeah. I have the fear. What that was during uh <laughs> uh Puppycat's internal narration of the letter right the camera just hangs again on the the lighthouse who knows what it means of course (laughs) who knows david might have a clue i i i mean i know what the lighthouse is but it's not like i mean there's a million other things what is what is up that ladder in the warlock's room (laughs) you know that's a that's an amazing thing and we've seen at least the one guy climbing up and down it We have so much, so much to learn in these next two episodes, don't we? Oh, very little. (laughs) But yet, very much. (laughs) So, uh, we did see uh, Molly again as well in one of the new tiers. And there's a really weird brief scene. So there's a transition. Cardamon gets the tier and somehow takes it to bed with him. And he's kind of staring at it. And he makes some comment. I don't know what this means. Yeah, I don't know what this means. I I like that he says it, though. He's saying exactly what the audience thinks. And so that, it cuts from him sleeping in bed to the TV show that Miss Coffee is watching. But right in between, there's this really short scene. And it's not part of the TV show. And I had to even, like, rewind again and rewatch it. And I, I can't figure out what it means. We see Molly... And there's a strange narrator speaking in kind of a higher-pitched voice. And I I actually need to pull it up again to see what the exact caption was, because I didn't write it down. But it's a very strange, quick scene. I didn't know if it was part of Cardamon's dreams, something he sensed while he was looking in the teardrop. Did you you notice this very strange, like, three-second thing that happened? We might need to pull it up again together. Yeah. I could look into your eyes for a thousand years and never get bored. Yeah, 
<laughs> it made no sense at all to me. What uh, I haven't pulled up the scene yet. What what is visually in that scene? Oh, that that's just uh, looks like a smaller version of the the donut maker guy just sitting in there in his eyes and waving. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, weird. <laughs> that that was. I mean, that's a new thing for being puppy cat as well. I don't think they've pulled the three second completely mysterious. We're just gonna toss it in there in scene transition technique. And you know what? It looks the these things in here look an awful lot like those jelly things that were so instrumental at the beach too. What are you doing to me, being puppy cat? <laughs> what is this? I don't know. It's in Cardamon's eyes. At least I think it's. Oh, it might be. I think the dialogue is from the TV show, but uh, what's going on in the eye? Oof, don't know. Extremely mysterious. Yeah, that's definitely Cardamon's uh, face, though. I see the. I see his hair. Interesting. I. I. <laughs> Maybe we can have a <laughs> post-season finale, like crawl back through the details and have an additional episode where we try to say well what does it all mean again is there anything we can understand re-watching one more time but you know they love you can never tell like what's a distracting detail and what's a real detail there's also fish in this episode that talk and swim (laughs) in the sand like except they don't touch the sand they just kind of swim in kind of like glitched space right (laughs) yeah like it's water yeah, swim in the sand as if it's water with the sand not reacting. Uh, who knows what that is? Um, I, I don't know. It's a weird island, isn't it? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, as I'm just scrolling back and looking through the thumbnails of the episode, though, I am reminded that I needed to mention that Cardamon's outfit is the school's uniform, and all the little children being the same height as him and wearing the little ties, adorable. The ex- excellent school uniform. <laughs> uh, they they do not look like they're second graders at all. No, they look like five. <laughs> it's great. I, I I love he chastises Sticky for no one's going to take me seriously with this paw print. And they keep it there the whole episode. Nobody mentions it at all. This has nothing to do with what Sticky did. And also, apparently, Sticky's paw print, good enough to get him to the, get him to the beach. And they don't even... It's like, the funny thing is, they don't even show it. It's like... You just laugh when you see him at the beach. Yes, well, his teachers are useless. But yeah, I like (laughs) the very official and long document that he's looking at for the teacher permission. And, you know, it never even mattered. Paw print. Is is it wrong that when I saw that, I thought that he had got Puppy Cat to sign it? (laughs) As an alternative. I mean, could he not just get B to sign it? I don't know. I mean, yeah, you'd think so. He is her landlord, but... I think Sticky's perfectly accept- acceptable. She is a queen. <laughs> After all. Uh, yeah, it is It is hard to watch Puppycat treat Sticky so badly, though. Yeah. I mean, let's be fair. He's only got uh, room for one woman in his heart, and unfortunately, as far as he's concerned, she ain't it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's it for us on Why Don't You Help Me. Join us next week. Until then. I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to leave us a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. 
For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com. <laughs>